In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. your day going you know I gotta tell you something I wish you could see what I see right now I'm way out on a mountain in Hawaii just looking down at the city breeze is gently blowing through the pine needles hear the birds singing it's uh it's really pretty feel real thankful you know they say man's best thinking is done in nature and I would have to agree I hiked out quite a ways today and to try to get away from everything get a bird's eye view of not only the city but a bird's eye view of what I think is happening in the world right now and you know what I think is happening is is a lot. I read a pretty good article today, and that article talked about some of the new advances in medical technology, specifically different vaccines. I read a good article, and it was about uh, the mRNA vaccine, which is a new type of vaccine. With my limited knowledge, With my limited knowledge, let me try to explain what I think is happening with these new vaccines, what these vaccines are. Granted, I'm not a doctor, although I do like Dr. Pepper and Dr. Dre, for that matter. I'm about as much of a doctor as those guys. So, okay, so regular vaccines, they they work on your DNA, right? They, they inject the piece of DNA from a virus into your body so that your body will fight it. These new type of vaccines, specifically the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine, are mRNA. They're the messenger. So they don't, they're not actual DNA. They are the molecule 
that tells your DNA what to do. And so what these new vaccines do is they attach, <clears throat> excuse me, they attach to your DNA and they tell your DNA to make different proteins. You see the difference there? They don't alert your DNA to kill this virus. They don't, they're not the regular type of DNA. It's a new form, a new medical technology that will tell your DNA to create new and novel proteins that can kill things. I want you to think about that for a minute. The reason that's so prolific, the reason that is so amazing is that theoretically this new type of vaccine can cure anything. Cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, anything. As long as the messenger RNA can attach to your DNA and give the accurate protein to make, as long as you can give the accurate instructions, you can program yourselves to do anything as far as killing viruses or cancer or pathogens. It sounds pretty amazing, right? And it is. However, no one knows the long-term effects. The Pfizer trials and the Moderna trials have shown lots of side effects. However, the long-term ramifications, no one knows. Let's just do a thought experiment, though. Let's say that, let's say that you can, let's say that you can use this new type of vaccine to cure all these things. Like That will work. What does that mean for our society? Does that mean you live forever? Who gets all these vaccines? Does the person making less than 50 grand a year get the cancer vaccine, or does he just die? Or does she just die? How about the person with a lower IQ? Do they get it? What if you're a person that has a disability? Do you get the cancer vaccine, but not the Alzheimer's vaccine? Who decides that? What about, is there a vaccine for, for intelligence? You know, it sounds like a sci-fi movie. However, it's today's world. Think about the long-term ramifications for that. Think about the entire organization known as medicine. How many people's world revolves around a career in modern medicine, be it in a hospital, a doctor, a nurse, a lab technician, people that deliver to hospitals, rag people, you know, the, the people that clean up the hazardous materials, people that work in the cafeteria. Think about how large of an industry the medical industry is. And what happens when we take away all those people's livelihoods? I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like it's a, it's a modern miracle to have a vaccine that could cure all these things. How does the world look after that though? Well, I think 
the world will look awesome. However, I also think that, you know, in the meantime, it's going to be a problem. Like, it's going to be a bit of an issue. I think that it's, it's going to cause a lot of issues in the short term. There's going to be chaos. And I would argue that that's what this is all, this whole COVID thing is about right now is how are we going to organize the future? And that's why you have all the governments just shutting everybody down right now. Right? If you can't decide which people can work and which can't, then just shut them all down. And this is why there's this huge push for equality right now. You know, what happens when who's going to, you know, what happens if the new vaccine comes out and the long-term effects are that it kills all this type of people? We are in the midst of a giant social experiment, the likes of which our society has never seen before. The economic destruction that is in front of us is insurmountable. And when there's economic destruction, there's psychological destruction as well. I'm not sure which one is more devastating. At least the economical pitfalls you can recover from. Psychological pitfalls tend to last for generations. I think that while it's so beautiful and it's an amazing and exciting time to be living right now, that the next few years are going to fundamentally change the they're going to shape the path of humanity in the future. The technological breakthroughs that we've just seen are going to change the world. And you need to ask yourself, are you ready for that? If you're not ready, you better start getting ready. Like, Just take a few minutes to think about how a cure for cancer will change the world. How the eradication of not only disease, but the industry around disease will change. Right? We can have the death of an industry in less than a year. People that have been doctors, whose parents have been doctors, whose parents have been doctors, whose parents have been doctors. Hey, thanks for all you've done. You're no longer relevant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, forget about the, the automation of fast food workers. Think about the automation of white-collar jobs. Think about how this ties to education. This is why I say education is changing forever. Like, we don't, you know, we don't need that stuff anymore. Think about, think about that. How many medical schools are there? See you later. How many people have given their life to medicine? How many people are going to be able to wrap their mind around this idea? You know, when, when breakthroughs happen, 
there's two types of people. There's people that stand in awe of it and then roll with it. And then there's people that stand in awe of it and then don't get out of the way. They don't want to believe it. So they start finding ways why it shouldn't be. The future for mankind can be glorious. We could be philosophers and mathematicians and creators and it can be a new renaissance. However, I fear there's not going to be a lot of people with that mindset. Like we could have free time. We could find ways to make our world a better place. We could be disciplined and control our health and our life and our livelihood. If we can overcome this idea of fairness, there's no such thing. And if you got dealt a good hand in having two parents and being born in a good area, your life is going to be infinitely better than someone who doesn't have those things. So you should think about that before you have kids. You should think about that kind of stuff while you're young. Because the decisions you make when you're young are going to be decisions that last with you forever. Especially now. Especially in today's climate where the world is changing faster than before. I may have said this a second ago. However, look where you are right now and look where education is and look at where your kids are being educated. Are they online? Chances are if your kid goes to a public school, they're probably not going to go back to school anytime soon. And I would argue they're not going to go back to school the way we went to school ever because that's an antiquated idea of school. There needs to be a new definition of school, and I think the best way to create our kids' future is to define what schooling is. Schooling shouldn't be ideas dictated to a child to repeat. Schooling should be a set of experiences coupled with an idea of how systems work. Does that make sense? So the kids should spend time reading about the system while simultaneously experiencing how it works. You see, it seems to me where we went wrong in the past is that we have spent all this time on systems theory. We've spent all this time teaching people about the systematic approach to the experience while entirely giving up on the experience. So ultimately what happens is people, children, kids, graduates, professionals, they have an idea of someone else's experience. And then when they are put out into the world to become part of the system, They've got no experience. All they have is someone's idea of what the experience is. And teaching has gotten to the point where no one knows the experience. All the teachers know is the system in which they were taught. 
if you just think about that for a minute, you can understand that like, that's one reason we got so fucked up is that no one learned anything. Like, someone got really good. There was, there was a time when people that were teachers had experience. And then instead of passing the torch to the next generation to go out and have the experience and take it a step further, they chose people to carry on their legacy and preach about their experience. You see what's happening there? Our leaders, the people in charge, instead of choosing someone like them that had a dream and encouraging them to go do it, they found someone who wasn't quite at the level they were, that was clever enough to repeat the teacher's experience. You see what happened there? They just, they didn't allow the dream to happen. They allowed the dream to be quashed in order for their experience to live on. It's the same way genes try to live on forever. I guess maybe it's the same way the world tries to live on forever the fractal nature of our ideas are the same I think our ideas have the same life cycle as a flower as people you know if thoughts are things why wouldn't they have the same life cycle as a flower the, the, the tree or the bush grows from a seed it matures and then this beautiful bud happens, and then all of a sudden there's just this f beautiful flower. It's fragrant, and beautiful to the eyes. And slowly the flower begins to pale, the edges get brown, and it falls off the bush. It's the same thing for our ideas. Like you, you're inspired. The seed is inspiration. And as you grow and mature, you begin to fertilize that idea. And after some time you've put an experience and you've worked at it you've put it in practice then your idea begins to flower and it does and it becomes beautiful but then it pales and grows old and dies and falls off it's similar to what Steve Jobs talked about in his book about they once asked him why is it that companies have like such a short lifespan you know why is it that you know, in today's world, the multinationals, instead of making things, they just buy new companies. And he had a really easy answer. He goes, oh, that's easy. You see, when a new company is formed, there's, there's a life behind it. There is the founder who has this brilliant idea, and he believes in this product, and he translates his vision to reality. However, once that founder is gone, so is his idea. And eventually what happens is the, the company falls, you know, the, the, the purpose of the company is to make money. And so it's no longer about the idea, especially once the, the owner is gone and the idea has begun to die. The company is taken over by the marketing team who just infinitely seek to exploit it for money. So they don't really care about the idea. They don't care about the passion. They don't care about the product anymore. All they care about is money. And so all they care about is trying to 
pump some life into this dead, bloated thing, it's like the end of Elvis. Can't really just pump him up with a bunch of drugs and send him on stage. So, if you know the life cycle of life, if you can understand the life cycle of a plant, then you can adapt that to the life cycle of your ideas. And if you can do that, then you can see, you can begin to see the world differently. You can begin to see the world as it is. You can begin to see yourself in a flower, in a tree, in a squirrel. You can see yourself in someone else's ideas. And when you can do that, you can better navigate your way through the world. You can be... You can't be happy with what's happening, but you can make sense of it. And ultimately, you'll be able to laugh when you're facing down a huge tragedy. You'll be able to find the humor in it. So, I think that that's an interesting point. That Just back to fractals again, right? Just back to the idea of the life cycle and how it permeates our ideas, our thoughts, our words, our families, our kids, our moms, our dads, our parents, our day, our seasons, our planet. Just also reinforces that, you know, you're part of this planet. Like how could how could it possibly be any different? Sometimes that brings me great joys knowing that it has to be this way. And all you can really do... Wow, I'm way up here in the mountains and there's this huge Coast Guard passing me by. It's fascinating. Yeah, I think that it can bring you joy to understand that whatever you're going through, it has to be this way. You, you can't know why... And you can't truly change it. But you can change the way you think about it. And that may change the way you feel about it. And the only way you can do that is to understand what I talked about. About understanding life cycles. About understanding the life of an idea. It's really beautiful. And so are you. Thanks for listening to this. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances... I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge i think you're strong enough you're smart enough and you're good enough to make your dreams come true but you have to believe in them 
And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.